0: In Matthew chapter 13, Matthew chapter 13 is good to have the word of God, amen, Amen. to have the church, to have the Lord in your heart, to have assurance of salvation, amen, these are good things. Matthew chapter 13. We're going to uh, have soul winning, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. And we're, we're, the focus is on building up that van route. We're going to get that going again. It's started already, so we're going to build up the van route. Get the van route going again. And then get things moving. Amen. From before COVID, we were ready to start a second van route and children's uh, ministry on Wednesdays and such. And So we're going to get that all going, amen, try to get that moving. Lord willing, according to God's pace and God's will. Matthew 13, let's look in uh, verse 10 here. We go to verse 9. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. And the disciples came, Matthew 13, verse 10, And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it is not given. Amen. Let's pray. Father, bless, Lord, your word. Thank you for it. Uh, your word is a blessed. It's, a, it's, uh, it's alive. Uh, help it to bless us, though, Lord. Uh, We need to have ears to hear. We need to have eyes to see. We need to have hearts that that is seeking and searching for the truth. And Lord, we need to have a heart that is willing to repent of our sin, to get right with you, to get closer to you. And Lord, I pray, Father, that you would help us to be that people. Love you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know, uh, you, you can be blinded in many ways. A sin will certain, certainly blind you. A stubborn heart will blind you. Uh, but the Bible says, he answered and said unto his disciples, it, could, it is given unto you to know the mysteries. There are many mysteries in the Bible. Uh, the rapture is a mystery in the Bible. Behold, I show you a mystery. Amen, we shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Amen, the last trump. That in Christ shall arise first, and we which are alive remain shall be caught up together. Amen. To meet the Lord in the air, that rapture is going to take place at any moment. Amen? And we don't have to be anxious for it. It's just going to happen. Uh, uh, the Bible says, as the thief cometh in the night, and especially in Philadelphia, the, as the thief comes, and take your a converter. Uh, they, they come. Amen? That's how the Lord's going to come. He's just going to whoop. You didn't even know what happened to it. Uh, what happened? We're, we're, uh, we're already with the Lord in the air. Amen? And, uh God's going to come just like that. So don't set your affection on things of this earth. Just keep on moving for the Lord. I was speaking to somebody today, and they were uh, just very remorseful in, in, in their life and, and not being, uh, just going, reminiscing on, on, on their failures and being, in their inadequacies. And, and I said, well, don't don't dwell on you. I said, in this time, rejoice in The forgiveness of God, amen? Because even in our failures, we make it about us. I'm no good. No, no duh, amen? Even when we fail and when we fall, just rejoice in how good God is. Uh, Never make it about yourself in any perspective. It's all about the Lord Jesus Christ and what he did for us. You have to prove nothing. You have to prove nothing. You have to prove nothing. Jesus saved you. It is finished. Amen. We're redeemed not with corruptible things as silver and gold from our vain conversation, uh, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. There are many mysteries in the Bible. The church is a mystery. It's a mystery. Amen. The Gentiles uh, being adopted into the body of Christ as a mystery. The church is a mystery. How the light, and now it's all throughout there. The rapture is in the Old Testament and the churches in the Old Testament it's throughout it. But it was a mystery. It was not uh, evidently known and declared until later on. Uh, but Jesus said here, it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Why? Through the Holy Spirit of God, in the word of God, it is given to you. It is given to those who want, it, who want the truth. But the Bible says, but to them it's not given. It's it's not given. It's it's the ones that don't want to hear the truth. It's the ones that uh, they might have a desire to to know the word of God or or to uh, know what is right. But if their their hearts are not seeking after God fully, uh, then they're going to be blinded in some way. And I just want to encourage you to have a pure heart tonight that that, that wants truth and not not uh, to puff yourself up or not to just uh, have the scriptures memorized. But you need to know. Uh, That your walk with the Lord is what God craves from you. He wants to get closer to you. And that's all that matters today is your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And don't let uh, even yourself be affected by that. When Christ saved you because he loves you, he overlooked everything about you. And he's willing to save you if you're not saved, despite of who you are, what you've done. Uh, And he loves you just the same. Even when you do fall, he still loves you it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. What is the kingdom of heaven? It's, it's uh, the kingdom of heaven, 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 and how far it can out reach to all the ends of the earth. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God would have everyone, every man, every woman in heaven. Everyone. And the kingdom of heaven is the working of heaven and and salvation just being outstretched to all the ends of the earth and all the work that it entails uh, and and all the labor that God is involved with trying to see people saved, that's the kingdom of heaven. Being outstretched uh, to everyone. Whosoever will. Verse 12, For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance, but whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away even that he hath. Let's look at the first one in verse 24. The Bible says, uh, another parable, put he forth unto them, saying, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man which sowed good seed in the field. Verse 25, but while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst thou sow good seed and I feel? From whence uh, then hath it tares? He said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servant said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay. Lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow. Let's look in verse 31. uh, I'm sorry, let's finish that verse. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together, First the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Amen. let's see in verse 25, but while men slept, Christian, uh, God has put in the ground good seed, amen? And if you got saved, uh, you, you'll see that fruit springing up. But listen, while we sleep, if we, if we sleep tonight, you're not going to see the enemy uh, coming about you. You're not going to see the enemy attacking what is precious. And they could be, the, the, the things of this world and the things of this life they grow up right next to you. But you, you need to awake, the Bible says, while it is high time. Awake, out of sleep, and let Christ give you that light. Let's go to another one, verse 31. The Bible says, Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds. But when it is grown, it is the greatest among the herbs and becometh a tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. Notice not just one bird, it's all the birds of the air. You know why? Because uh, what did the Bible say about having the faith of a grain of a mustard seed? And Christian, when you have that faith, uh, it's going to grow. It's going to grow into something... Uh, beautiful, and something uh, that even the birds of the air, those who um, don't have the faith to trust the Lord, but somehow, some way, your faith will even reach them. Remember when they brought the lame man? There was four men. Uh, when, when The Bible says when Jesus saw their faith, he healed the lame man. So your faith outstretches. I mean, you can't, your faith can't save anybody for them, uh, but it certainly can reach them. It certainly can move mountains on their behalf. And by your faith, when it grows, all the birds around will will feed off of you, off your fruit. The lives that you will reach for the Lord Jesus Christ. Let your faith grow. Let your fruit be known. You know, you cannot imitate fruit. The fruit is fruit. The beauty of a Christian is, is their fruit. It doesn't matter how many how, how many years you've been saved, that doesn't produce fruit. But walking in the spirit is what produces fruit. And you can be saved for a hundred years and produce no fruit at all. Uh, you could be saved for a hundred years and your faith not grown an ounce. Uh, and somebody can be saved for a month and have more fruit than somebody saved a hundred years. How's that? Because we can get complacent, we can uh, be, become a Christian who just gets, as the Bible says, saved, yet so by fire, meaning you, you, you got saved, but you've done nothing for the Lord. Your fruit was the salvation, uh, but hey, God didn't save you to, to just uh, do nothing for him. He saved you to do some great things for the Lord Jesus Christ. Let your faith grow that it could become a tree. Psalm talks about that, uh, that you may be a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit. In its season, your leaf also shall not wither. Times where you may not be producing fruit, but you still have the leaves, right? But, and your leaf will also shall not wither, but whatsoever you do shall prosper. So God is going to take you and use you and bless you. Why? Because you're planted by the rivers of water. What's the water? Is the word of God. Amen? In the word of God, the water is the word of God. Plant it in the word of God. Grow, grow, grow. Let your faith grow. I took in verse 33. The Bible says, Another parable spake he unto them, The kingdom of heaven is like unto leaven, which a woman took, and hid in three measures of meal, till the whole was leavened. Leaven is a picture of sin in the Bible, but leaven is also a picture of the Gentiles. Uh, when In the Old Testament, they, they were to take uh, that one sacrifice and mix it with leaven. And offered to the Lord, it was a picture of the Gentile church. It's a mystery. These are some of the mysteries in the the word of God. That God will extend the kingdom of heaven to a people uh, that have never heard the gospel. That there may be a light unto the Gentiles, the Bible says. That great mystery. And Thank God that he saved me. Amen? But just as he saved you, He wants to save others. And may your light shine before them and get out and preach the gospel. The kingdom of heaven. These mysteries are, uh, the Bible says, because it is given to you, unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. God wants all people saved. You know, there are a lot of mysteries in that he's going to have your faith grow. He's going to have you bear fruit so that the kingdom of heaven can grow. You say, so I can grow, yeah, but also so the kingdom of heaven can grow, so more people can get saved. God wants the kingdom of heaven to grow, and that way God wants you to grow as well, and he will use you. So it's, it, 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 it's a, a, both, both things win, amen? We win, we're already going to heaven, you're saved, you're already going to heaven, but he wants to give you fruit for yourself, no, so that others can get saved. God wants to bless your life. You know, God wants to bless you on a personal level. Not just that people, people think Christianity is just church. No, this, is, this is the basics here. This is 101. Christianity 101 is coming to church, reading your Bible, praying, and soul winning. That's the basics. That's the underlying foundation of, of the Christian walk. Church, Bible reading, prayer, soul winning, Right? That's what we say. That's the basics. You take that and you grow from there. If you've not got those four down, then you're not going to move very far in your Christian walk. But when you get those down, then you go and you grow. Amen? And God, when, watch God move for you. Because if you can't establish the basics... How is God going to send you out, get you out, when out there is where the battlefield is? And here is safety. And you say, well, I, I, I am out there already. Well, no. Is if you're not uh, doing the basics, then the devil's going to leave you alone as well. And you're kind of off the battlefield. But the moment you start moving for Christ, that's when you see all hell breaks loose, right? And that's when you want to retreat a little bit, when you start feeling the heat of the battle. Uh, Some of us, we we think we're on the battlefield, but if you don't feel any heat, you're probably not on that battlefield. But let me say this. the, The heat or the battlefield is where our chief commander is, amen? Jesus Christ, amen? And that's where the battlefield is. Some of us are on old battlefields, What's an old battlefield? Our sin. Being tripped up with the same sins. That's an old battlefield. It's like going and finding just armor laying around and an arrows shot here and there. It's an old battlefield. You're on the wrong battlefield. You're fighting a battle that's, that's been won 2,000 years ago on the cross. And you're visiting it. And, and, and you're constantly just, uh, you think you're doing something, but you're not. Christ won that battle for us. Amen. <laughs> We need to move to the battlefield. What is the battlefield? It's where Christ is and where Christ wants you today. Make sure you're there. Make sure you're, you get the basics down so that you are prepared to be on that battlefield. Let's go to verse uh, 33 is the 11. That's, that's, we can say, the mystery of the Gentile church here, uh, where, where the Lord saved, amen, the Gentiles where the and with Cornelius where God opened the door for the Gentiles to get saved in Acts chapter 10. Thank God for that day. Let's go to verse 44. The Bible says again the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field. That treasure. The kingdom of heaven is like the treasure which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. You don't know the joys of serving God. I've seen time and time again, we've heard the stories, and you say, how is that, why would he do that? When a man gets, a, a woman gets a hold of God, and the will of God in their life, they are willing to sell all they have and just follow the Lord's will for them. You lose your ties instantly from this world. In fact, it's hard to be in reality anymore. But you have to stay down here, amen, to serve the Lord. But you wind up losing grip on life. You say, you know what? I don't need to even work anymore. I don't even, I don't even need to pay my lights anymore. I just believe the Lord will take, keep them on. I don't believe I need to even eat anymore. I don't, even need, I don't believe I can even need to put gas in my car. It'll just run forever. And you got to kind of wake up and get back to reality. Well, no, I have to pay my bills and I have to put gas in the car. But you start losing touch from this world and the things of this world so much where you, you kind of got to get refocused. Well, no, I need to be here. Why? Because I need to lead these people to Christ. I need to be a light and testimony, amen? And God's going to be with you uh, throughout the whole thing. But when a man, when, when the kingdom of heaven is like this man, when he finds that treasure in a field, it, picture him, he's walking through a field, and he sees this uh, uh, something like this a little lump in the dirt. And he said, what's that? And he starts clearing the dirt, and it's a big old treasure chest, and he opens it up. Oh, man. He doesn't own the field, but he found his treasure. Who owns that field? A lady named Miss Janet owns that field. Hmm. She's selling it for $100. Well, I found a million dollars treasure in here. Well, don't tell her. Buy the field, and then you'll have the treasure. So what he did, he covered up the dirt. He covered the treasure box with the dirt, right? He went and bought the field, which he bought the treasure, he didn't say anything, he just, he, he knew the treasure was there. Nobody else knew it was there, but this man knew it was there. He knew it was so precious. And the Bible says that uh, in, in verse 44, when he, 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 he hideth, it, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath. When you find the power of the will of God, And the purpose of God trying to see the kingdom of heaven grow and getting people saved and the ministry and uh, the working of God, reaching families and reaching kids and and reaching homes and seeing lives saved and, and changed by the power of Christ, you'll see a different treasure that's not of this earth, a treasure that is unlike anything else. And you're willing to give up all to have that. That's what the kingdom of heaven is all about. Let's go to another one. Forty-five. The Bible says again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls. Wow, I can't think of. And you, you might have uh, you you might have a, a, a different um, uh, way to explain this, but. I'll tell you what, there's only one man I can think about seeking goodly pearls. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And he, he's looking. He's looking for uh, those ones that are searching for him. Those ones that are seeking. Those ones that, that have hearts that are uh, what he calls goodly pearls. Amen. He's not looking in the, in the oysters or the clams. Where do where pearls grow? Clams. He's not looking in air. He's, he's searching. He's searching through the earth. Uh, he's seeking goodly pearls. And when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. He purchased it. Amen. Christ purchased us. And he sees how valuable. That's why the Bible says we weren't redeemed. We weren't, we weren't purchased with silver and gold. We were purchased with the precious blood of Christ. And sometimes we say, I found Jesus. And we say, no, he found me. Amen. He found me. Why? Because while I was yet a sinner, Christ died for me. While I was yet in my sins, Christ died for the ungodly. Amen. He didn't die for the godly. There's no such thing as godly without Christ. We, We are Only we get to try to be godly, an opportunity to be godly. Why? Because he overlooks everything about us and overlooks our past and removes our sin from us and and gives us the spirit of God. What Christ has done for us, an opportunity to be called righteous. Like the woman at the well, the second she got saved, guess what? She was justified, made righteous. Righteous. Like the leper that came back to Christ. He said, go. You're made whole. Amen? What once was not now is. What great to be called. What great opportunities that God sees the value in you when nobody else does. And he's seeking you out and he's searching for you. Let's go to another one. The last one, verse 47. The Bible says again. The kingdom of heaven is like unto a net that was cast into the sea and gathered of every kind. Every kind. What beautiful is that? Amen? God does not care. Put out the sharks and the the squids and the octopus and whatever came out. Amen? Unfortunately, some weren't saved. Some they never got saved, so they had to cast them away. But it didn't matter at first. He just threw out the whole big net and wanted all, all to come unto him. The kingdom of heaven is like that. God is seeking and searching for all, for everyone. Friend, it's, un- it's given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven in your life and how God wants to use you. In a great way to reach the lost, to do his will, and to be a part of such a great work called the kingdom of heaven. Let's close in this last verse. The Bible says, verse 51 Jesus saith unto them, Have you understood all these things? They say unto him, Yea, Lord. Verse 52, then said he unto them, therefore, every scribe which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder, which bringeth forth out of his treasure things new and old. And it came to pass that when Jesus had finished these parables, he departed thence. The Bible says he's like a scribe. Everyone, everyone, therefore, every scribe which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven bring out treasures, new and old. When you start laboring for the Lord, in His, especially in the Word of God, it never gets old. There will always be a new treasure. When you start laboring for the Lord in prayer, it's like you never prayed before. When you start laboring for the Lord out on the battlefield, He said, you're going to be bringing out old treasures and new treasures, always fresh and new. You want an exciting life? You want a life that never runs dry? Man, you get laboring for God and the kingdom of heaven. Who does God want in the kingdom of heaven? God wants all. God God would have all men saved. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I would draw all men unto me. That's that big old net coming in grabbing everything, everything, in that, everything that moves in the ocean, God will grab it, amen? Every living being on this earth, God wants to get saved. Would you be a part of that? Would you give up your life for the Lord? Would you be willing to see it as a treasure to serve God and just say, you know what, I'll give up my life for this treasure, not only this treasure now, but I know in the life to come. And Jesus ended with this. He said, when you do this, you'll be like a scribe that bringeth forth, Where every scribe, you'll see old treasures and new treasures, which bring forth out of his treasures things new and old. Serving God never will get old. And when you think it does, God will bring a new treasure right your way. It's a blessing to serve God. It's a joy to serve God. When you give yourself to this world, it gets old and dull quickly, just like an old pair of shoes or that 100-inch TV that you spent all your money on or the nice couches that you bought and they're all stained up now. What are you going to do with it? But when you give it all to God, your life, your heart, it never gets old, only gets new. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the kingdom of heaven and your will that you would see all men saved. Lord, now we get to be a part of it. Lord, that like the leaven that was put into three uh, measures, Lord, a meal. I pray, oh God, that Lord, you would uh, just take us, use us. Help us to be willing servants for the kingdom of heaven's sake. Open our eyes. Help us to have ears to hear. Lord, touch our heart. Take us, use us. Open our eyes that we may see. Glimpses of truth thou hast for me. Place in our hands the wonderful key. that shall unclasp and set us free. Thank you, O oh God, for using us in a great way. Bless us, I pray, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 As the piano plays, let we pray. Ask God to use us more, just a little more, each and every day. God, take my life and let it be. Serving God never gets old. And Lord, use me. I want to be a part of the kingdom of heaven. I want your will to be done. I want to bring people. When I go to heaven, I want to bring people with me. Jesus said, the field is white unto harvest. Open my eyes That I may see Glimpses of truth Thou hast for me Place in my hands The wonderful key That shall unclasp And set me free Silently now I wait for Thee, ready, my God, Thy will to see. Open my eyes, illumine me, Spirit divine, open my mouth, open my mouth, and let me bear gladly the warm truth everywhere. Open my heart and let me prepare love with thy children thus to share. Silently now I wait for thee. Ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my heart, illumine me, Spirit divine. Amen. Let's all stand as we pray. Father in heaven, Lord, thank you, Father, for your word. Lord, I pray you bless us now as we go. Father, may we be prepared and ready, Lord. Help us, O God, to be faithful in the few things, Lord, that you give us, and you said that would make us faithful in much already. Lord, prepare us for the will ahead, but Lord, help us to do your will now. I pray, O God, that you would protect us, put a hedge of protection about us, Lord. Every time we try to move for you, the devil uh, always, Lord, will give us opposition. But Lord, uh, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. I pray, O oh Lord, that you would equip us with the armor of God. Lord, give us power, Lord, through the word of God and by the Holy Spirit of our God. Bless us now, I pray, Lord, bless us in this world. Oh, let us be lights shining bright for your honor and glory. Lord, bless our hands as we work. I pray, Lord, as you bless Joseph, I pray you bless everybody here. Lord, I pray that you would keep us in good health, Safety. Strengthen us, Lord, as we are your children on this earth. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You may, uh, or I was going to say, maybe may be seated. Uh, God bless you. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs>